By the way, it's really funny. Did you know she's got like one of the most Iranian names out there ever? Did you know that? I had no idea. Like, but she's Armenian, I, so it doesn't surprise me so much. Oh, but Kasparian is, we have a lot of Kasparian in Iran. It, it means like from Caspian, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, from, and her name is Anahita. It's short for Anahita, which is, I was surprised. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought maybe it turned. Oh, Aaron, she suddenly during her outburst, I felt turned into a sort of a old, very old Iranian or Italian grandmother. Don't ask them questions. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> yeah, that, and, uh, you know, and you could see equal to an Italian or Iranian grandmother, she was quite lethal. And like you could see Jenki. Yeah, I, I know. I, there is, could be a, you know, there could be blood at any moment. Like, you ask them questions, you know, and hey, what is going on with the abortion? These people are crazy. <laughs> like, I know, yeah, was, what is with the And then movement? she threw something <laughs> on Jimmy Dore's show. They were like, yeah, maybe it was a stapler. No, that didn't make the sound of a stapler. Yeah, I think she threw a highlighter. Yeah, you have to go Maybe listen to it. it at TV or Jenk? Behind her, kind of. I think she went like this. <laughs> yeah, Jenk's like... Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, Jenk in the beginning, before she goes full-on crazy, where Jenk is just trying to... Okay, if she sees a man, I think she will kill them. So I, I just... Please, somebody get me. Before that, in the beginning, it's so funny because Jenk is... Yeah, they did very awful thing. Uh, it, it, he knew something is going to happen. Yeah. So they Oh shit, shit, <laughs> and then and you can tell on his face that he's like, Oh, Jimmy's gonna put this on, you know, Jimmy's gonna yeah, Jimmy's gonna clip. I mean, Everybody didn't know clip. he made a 15 minute video <laughs> just watching that over and over. Oh man, and Anna is so again. funny sometimes. Yeah, I mean again, by and the way, she's carrying this does... channel, she's carrying this channel to be honest, because I mean, not that I watch it for her. Or that I watched the show, but I mean, without Anna, there is Jane no Cannon. TYT anymore. Yeah, Jane Cannon. They've gone back to and, <laughs> square one. On. They've gone back to come the on. beginning, full cycle. <laughs> back come to on. the starting have, point. They have, uh, they have Francesca Florentini. They have John uh, I, Idaho, Johnny Idaho. <laughs> they have the CIA understander. They oh. have. Uh, they, they have, you know, they have a roster of, you know, but uh, yeah, no, man, no. She was, I, I mean, it was justified. Although I would say I find weird that about the, like, about these things, people get so upset. Foreign wars, which are usually, in my view, is the most evil, like, out there. She, You know, the war in Afghanistan, it's tragic. Okay, next. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny that when it's personal, at least in sort of socioeconomic sort of it yeah. affect the group that you most associated associate yourself with you suddenly become like semi-violent <laughs> everybody's <laughs> like that <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like that. i mean and you know it's a but, proper you know, issue and i mean of course she's right the abortion thing yeah. is gonna yeah, it's gonna hurt and ruin a lot of people hurt a lot of people's lives and um, that's for sure and make it far more complicated it's, but yeah, no, but Anna there. But that, that point actually they said when it's about them, it kind of shows different color. That kind of the breaking points, I think it kind of segues uh, well into that. Very well. You're and I right. think you're fully, you've, I'm 100%, I mean, you know, on your side. And really now about this whole thing about whether you're talking about Just Crystal Ball <laughs> or you're talking about Sager. I mean, it's, I guess Sager, he doesn't hide his politics. But yeah, it is just like very outright in these videos criticizing Saudi Arabia is like, why doesn't Saudi Arabia give, we asked Saudi Arabia to give us, I'll play some clips, extremely condescending and entitled. I couldn't believe it. We allow ourselves to be humiliated on the world stage by having MBS refuse our president's phone call and their king refuses to talk to our president. They refuse to pump more oil despite our ass. And, you know, there's probably some active OPEC collusion on their part in order to keep oil prices as high here as possible to destabilize the Biden regime. And all of this, I would just say, is screw them. I mean, we have a tremendous amount of leverage, Crystal, 
on the Saudis. We built that country and guaranteed its security since the 1940s or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, we sell them hundreds of billions in arms. Right now at this moment, they are begging us hat in hand, please support our war in Yemen. We need more missiles. We need more whatever. We need your ISR. We need your support. How about this? Screw you. Arms sales, screw you. Pump more oil. If you don't start pumping more oil, the whole spigot is turned off. I was attacked by some Saudis uh, for saying all this. They're like, oh yeah, we'll go to China. Good luck. Use some Chinese weapons against those Yemenis. See how yeah. it works out for you. Well, not to okay? mention that, I mean, their entire military base is built off of American yes. weaponry. Right. So they need our yeah, parts what are you gonna do? in yeah, support. Interoperability well, you're going to start from scratch? Okay, yeah. go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Good I, luck. I, go ahead I, and do it. I literally, <laughs> I would love to see it. I would love to see these idiots who have built their entire economy run by the West both yeah. their firms, their expertise, their education, they all live here. Well, and not to mention, I yeah. mean, our support of yeah. the Saudis and the Israelis are the two obvious, um, most glaring examples of our hypocrisy when it comes to human rights around the world. And so anytime we want to, you know, hold ourselves out as some beacon of democracy, you know, it's the democracies versus the authoritarians, um, they could just say, oh, really? Talk to us about Saudi Arabia. They just mass executed 81, 81 people. people. They beheaded yeah. them, okay? And, right, and yeah. a number of them Shia yes. in a message. This is, you know, a very political it's a, it's a message, message uh, trying yeah. to derail the Iran deal. Um, so this is an incredibly nefarious regime. They don't care about human rights. Obviously, they're willing to murder an American journalist in Jamal mm -hmm. Khashoggi. Um the Yemeni crisis is horrific, greatest humanitarian catastrophe on the planet. And so there's two things that are really significant about this. Number one is, as you lay out, just the disgusting nature, one-sided nature of our relationship with them, the way that we show total fealty and it's grotesque. And of course, our continued dependence on their oil is what keeps us in the game with all of that. We talk about there was such obsession over Russian election interference. I mean, this is the real election interference sure. right now. We told Saudi Arabia, we're asking them to give us oil. They're not after all the weapons that we sell to them. I mean, you know, it's just about us, 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 us. Very, I mean, not surprising. And how, how do you say they're like national socialists? So, you know, not give a shit about other people and in other countries and how it's going for them. No, no, no. We just want these interests for us, which fine, come out and say it. You're just a straight up patriotic that only, and, only and cares about your own country. And I mean, it's just ridiculous. He keeps on saying we sell them billions of weapons. Like, you know, if you didn't know the English language, you would think that sell means like donating a billion. So, <laughs> you do know to sell. <laughs> Look it up, Sagar, what it means. The United States got money in return of those weapons. But yeah, man, maybe. this was this was, uh, I love this segment because, first of all, I think you first found it out and sent it to me. I mean, so he has a bunch like, now. There's like five videos on YouTube of him saying the yeah, same condescending thing seen... about why Saudi Arabia doesn't increase their oil output. You know, just he wants one part, he says, like, what's the point of being a client state if you're not going <laughs> to if you're not going to listen to us? Like, he literally says that. You know, I really do hope Saudis watch this as well. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I genuinely do. Uh, first of all, I would like to give a slight background of like Iranian mindset that we have a little bit of, maybe not fully, but we have some of. You know, Iranians uh, as a culture, by far, uh, foreign Arabs especially, are the, like viewed as the worst. You know, they're like, you know, uh, th that's the community in Iran, I would see, I would say culturally, at least, faces the most discrimination, mm -hmm. you know, uh, especially if you're a foreign, like uh, Arab person, you face far more discrimination, th more than if you're a foreign uh, Chinese, American, or, you know, uh, India, anything, but, you know, and all that. And that's largely to do many years of war, you know, conquest, both sides and all that. So there is like it's it's very much like English French situation or mm -hmm. Polish and Russian Polish and Russian situation is very similar like type of thing. There is much connectivity and much, you know, hatred. But and then for people like me who are sort of progressive and a bit like, you know, like the king a bit too and all that, you know, liberal minded somewhat and, you know, all that. 
Saudi Arabia and, you know, these Arab client states, so to speak, are like the biggest enemy, you know, even mm-hmm. more than Israel, because, you know, they've always been viewed as America's sort of tentacles in the region, even during Shah's time and all that. So, and now Sager is really making me like these guys and these, <laughs> uh, I have to take their side bunch of people who uh, like uh, you know discriminating against shias and not because uh, you know and i'll explain and i'm not saying sager is a worst human being than mbs you know or something like yeah. that but i feel like if he was in his position yeah. he wouldn't act any different like probably worse man he's literally supposed to be like a pundit on tv who i would say he would say that he cares for everybody and i mean i don't know he is he doesn't claim to be some kind of leftist or socialist so maybe he's not being um, yeah, maybe he's very hypocritical at all. But yeah, I mean, national social. As a, if and, he's talking like this, if he's talking, no, but that was a really good point. Sorry, and then we'll get to that very important. Um, but that is exactly. I mean, this is how this guy is acting as like a news anchor. Just imagine if he was in power. I mean, he doesn't hide it. And then let's not forget like the colonial talks that he does. So I want to get back to that, which was probably I'll, some I'll some that. of the most disgusting things um, that he was want, saying. But I yeah, sorry to, to cut you off. On- no, I want to focus on national socialism because a lot of people would associate national socialism with the Nazi party and an ethnic national socialist project, I would say. I would say that that was a very ethnic national socialist mm-hmm. project, not that ethnicity or any of this is necessarily real, but yeah. not idiot Nazis thought that race and ethnicity was real and they would kill people for it. So mm-hmm. for them, it was about race and ethnicity. Yeah, but you have had in many other countries since uh, other forms, you have other forms of national socialism that are can be not as bad as Nazis for sure, but can be very destructive and very negative. And Sager is a national socialist, you know, my country first, my people first. And that includes the billionaires who are dealing with billionaires in mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia. Who gives a shit about the poor people in Arkansas and some eastern state of Saudi Arabia? may share far more with each other than they do with billionaires in New York mm-hmm. and billionaires in uh, Jeddah. But, you know, they are my people because, you know, we, sh- we were born in a similar yeah. geographic place, I believe. You know, that's, I mean, for can't do the ethnic thing, right? So it has to be based on geography or based on some idea of, I don't know, like a similar cultural yeah. Uh, identity or something, which I do respect cultural identities, but the idea that, for example, billionaire class have more, I mean, th- that's why I want to then get into the whole charity and donation thing. No, this is national socialism. It's just not ethnic national socialism. Yeah. No, so that's all it is. And I mean, to and, me, it's extremely off-putting because I, I think s- and, in and such a different most, way. And most people are on the left are like that. And, you know, these videos, Nina Turner, takes all that this week genuinely i genuinely don't think besides like chaphood trap house like everybody else's analysis is not like they are the only one who i these days just for analysis and takes Mm -hmm. i listen to because these people are pathetic man these people like the heel is good for the news but the takes by like breaking points is there even the left is crystal do you remember i mean before we get into the details of this video do you remember kyle klinsky would just before I think Russia invaded Ukraine and there were a sort of threat mm. or maybe it was right after he did. Yeah, America should say Nord Stream 2 canceled. Yeah. As if, isn't that the, the deal between Germany and Russia? I thought, do they not have a say in that I mean, or something? American but exceptionalism has literally reached them. Nazify. Yeah. yeah like that's yeah, what they say, American that, exceptionalism American, is literally because, that. And man, like, Kyle and, Sa- and Sager are like the- clear examples of two pundits, one on the left, one on the right, uh, representing that. And that that's a problem when you mix fucking leftist politics with moralistic and mm-hmm. uh, fairy tailistic things about popular and collective power. And, you know, people, our people, people of this land, mm. <laughs> slowly becoming a narrower, a narrower yeah. you know, category. But yeah, they, they were pathetic. And now I think we should talk about two specific things he mentions. One, large about history of Saudi Arabia and one about relationship with Saudi Arabia now. So I, uh, you so know. I think you should start with both of those. You put them well into two separate categories and I'll, I'll jump in and comment. So go ahead. Yeah, he's, I mean, I 
I highly suggest everybody watch Peter Sweet by Adam Curtis available white one of the best documentaries on uh, the relationship between America, I would say, and Saudis, but there's plenty of more Wikipedia pages, all that. There's a famous meeting between Roosevelt and uh, a Saudi monarch uh, on, a, on a lake, and they decide that, you know, there's this whole agreement or, you know, sort of a mutual understanding regarding America, uh, Saudis against, uh, you know, heights and alternative sort of kingdoms. Uh, they buy, uh, they uh, they sell oil only in dollars. You know, it's a sort of becomes a mm. thing. You know, it, it's it's quite funny. Uh, you know, you know, one of the reasons in Iran there was a you know nationalization thing and stuff was that uh, you know at the time Iranians viewed the deal between Americans and Saudis as, as slightly better than the deal they had with the British mm-hmm. led to the coup d'état and all. Well, I'm sorry, divergent, but uh, yeah. I digress. Uh, so this was a, this is a mutually mutually beneficial parasitical relationship between an elite of a two nation mm-hmm. trying to preserve a certain order, right? This is not, they weren't doing each other favors, yeah. right? You weren't uh, you know be, we built their country, we built their country. What, what do you mean? No, like I mean he said we give everything their education, education? And, and all everything I mean, they had, again, they got it. From the West. I mean, these are the kind Again, of stuff that people these, who are like pro-colonialism, that, that's literally like the kind of stuff um, that they say, like, we went to West Africa and built this and that. This is Tintin in Africa telling yeah. Africans that's how to be civilized. Yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous, man. What, we gave them this? We gave them that? I'm sorry. Did, what, what do you think has been warming up your houses? <laughs> what do you think has been, you know, fueling your cars, your airplanes, your cities, your light? Yeah. Like, I mean, and again, like this is like Saudi regime is extremely corrupt, dictatorial, disgusting. Yeah. But I'm sorry, but who's been funded? Like, do you think they're being I know, right? In America, they bring up Yemen. They bring up Yemen up. without even thinking like yeah. the role that the U.S. Yeah. played until like the last minute in Yemen when they realized, yeah, it's not worth the backlash for I don't know what we're so doing let's in Yemen. Move on to now. <laughs> yeah. Now, now he's like, yeah, they are begging us for uh, military aid. They are begging you. I thought the whole video is about you begging. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Didn't Mohammed bin Salman just kick your special goddamn advisor out and told him to disappear from his nation? And I hope he... on between MBS, I think, and CIA deep state, same people who were anti-Trump. Not that Trump is backed by a different creep pose in deep state, but they're just weird. (laughs) MBS, I really do for Saudi people's sake. You know the reasons Iran, because Iran is a bit of a legacy state, not that Iran is anyway, Iran isn't able, like foreign policy problems in the Middle East is because Americans, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, uh, they act as a spoilers. They act mm. as a spoilers, man. As soon as there is like, uh, like relationship established in this kingdom and that kingdom, they and they do a coup on that and they replace yeah. that and this with that. Like you know, uh, Hashemites had a very good relations with both Islamic Republic and Shah. But no, you know, this I like, you know, America tries basically why Israel exists because it's the perfect, uh, you know, perfect thing for police to be fighting among each other and among a settler colonial state, you know, and every other week somebody accuses the other one, you're not pro Palestinian enough, you're too pro Palestinian. You know, they create these conflicts so they can feed off of it. It's like, I'm, I'm, he's such an idiot. No, and I then, then I, I was, I was uh, you know, I had very, very polite criticism that I said he's an idiot, but I'm sorry, but he no, is. No. I he's mean, he, or I he's mean, just a national socialist. And he seems like, honestly, if he was in politics or anything, he seems and like a horrible person. He literally seems like a horrible, a horrible person a based on what he based on what he's saying in his video. He yeah, seems he's, like he's if he had user. any power, he would be an absolutely horrible person. I mean, I don't know how else this, this to loser, say it. I was really loser, shocked. 
Mr. Rosa wants to illegalize weed. This is the level of like, <laughs> uh, like level of brain power we are talking about. And by the way, Crystal Ball is no better. Like by no. being silent and pr- she endorsed pretty much everything he said. And yeah, she got confused uh, with what they're talking sorry, about. Too. Like, and then and, they suddenly started you know, talking about the human rights issues in Saudi Arabia. That's not the point of this argument. No, yeah, no. Saudi Arabia has yeah. bad human rights. How, oh. how about you? How about the Americans who who sanction this kind it, of behavior? Yeah. And they, like she just American, completely gaslighted and just went into a different yeah, yeah. direction. I don't think she well, knew what was going saying, on. The, the American official was asking for the AT Shias they beheaded <laughs> to be free or was asking for the yeah. oil pipelines to be open. Yeah. Which one was it, Crystal? This is ridiculous amount of uh, just ignorance, really. And uh, I like this is by the way reminds me of when he put all those rich assholes in in the hotel in mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ben Talal and all those assholes. I'm sorry, but if Saudi is gonna uh, progress, just like most other nations, there needs to be somebody who unifies the states and it stops this monstrosity of a family that is, uh, not that I'm going to say the monster that is going to come is better, mm-hmm. but look at every nation's history. Look, uh, You need a Napoleon figure. For them, it's, gonna, it's this is probably the worst Napoleon figure that has ever lived, MBS. But you need somebody to centralize power if it's, they're going to be a successful nation, which I hope they will be. I hope they will be. And he's far more tolerant than his predecessors uh, relative to them, like to, towards, although he's been cracking down on activists and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this reminds me of, you know, when Jamal Khashoggi got, uh, you know, uh, chopped off, you know, when, uh, as... Uh, Chapo Trap House guys, like, these guys are just the best. You know, Matt one time said, just because the of Saudi has gotten the, you know, uh, has gotten the butcher treatment or whatever you want to call it, and now we have to be very upset. Oh, oh <laughs> Crystal Pollard's like, this regime is awful. They <laughs> chopped off Jamal. An American. <laughs> as opposed to American regime or Chinese regime or Iranian regime where they just, you know, they just, you know, do this to you. Yeah. They crush you every day. Oh, fuck off, you hypocrites. And mind your own business sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, oh, gas prices are up. They have to open it for yeah. us. The whole world. Do you know how much your gas prices in Turkey? Do you know how much poor people in Turkey yeah. have to pay for energy? Amen. They can't have heating on. Uh, in ter- do you ever talk about Syria? There was a. Do you know if there's no infrastructure left there? Do you know uh, uh, winter in a de- how cold uh, winter gets in a desert? You like, no the level of entitlement Christ. there. I mean, there it comes back to the entitlement thing. It's just I couldn't believe um, what they were saying. I mean, for me that was like the final straw with with these two. Like I have never. I mean, Saga really showed himself. Crystal, no, Crystal, just whatever. Man. But Saga really showed himself to be quite a horrible human being really if he had any kind of influence and power based on his thing and i just want to say one serious note but i don't know if you had something else to say no i or, while you think about it i'll just make this point quickly I, i've told you this before but okay the whole the whole story here is about you know he's saying that the saudis should pump more oil or put more oil in the market for the price and the inflation and all this to go down and I don't even know if that premise like, is true. Of course, if they increase it, it might go down a bit. But what do you want to just them to give all the oil for all the for the price to go down? And it might just go down a little bit. Inflation might still be there. And then you and your dear president Biden will lose that argument. Then Biden can no longer blame the Saudis. You can no longer blame the Saudis for inflation and higher gas prices and Sa- higher Saudis. oil prices and, and all these things. So I mean, you know, on a more serious, on a more serious note. It probably wouldn't Sa- change. I don't know how much it would change if the Saudis realistically and how much. But I mean, this guy's so entitled. I don't know what he meant. Maybe he meant like the Saudis should just put all the oil that they have in Give the- them free petrol. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I mean, look, we are talking about a program that brings a Brookings Institute uh, uh, official as a China-America expert, <laughs> you know. So, you know, this is the type of level we are talking about. Yeah. But I would say it is fascinating to me that they don't seem to be watching uh, that they're like programming on um, like the Hill or anything, or some of their own programming, I believe, covered the fact that majority of the price hike is due to the fact that the corporations yeah no, exactly right, can capitalize <laughs> hasn't because sager of, argued that like i'm pretty sure i, I don't know sager but i yeah. think they have 
have argued that a breaking point that due to the current political climate, you can capitalize on and increase prices yeah, while right. blaming. Yeah, yeah. And again, I probably if I was, you know, as a fiduciary responsibility to your shareholders, that might be a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. But you should, as a media person, maybe if 70% of price hike comes from that, why don't you focus on that? Why do you focus on the free shit you want from the rest of the world, as always? Jesus Christ, Jesus. as if they, as if America has ever paid a fair price for energy Man. or for anything else, because uh, because you, you get to just basically print money, in, send your inflation across the world, have it uh, have burden carried by rest. And oh, why don't we get free fuel? Go maybe Man. talk to Bezos, maybe talk to Bill Gates. Yeah. So maybe talk to these perverts you allow uh, a global of your economy. And by the way, that's the same problem I have. That's why I get animated with Iranians because uh, with Iranian officials, anything that happens in Iran is America's fault. Mm. Oh, well, come on. No, 100%. And honestly, I mean, the only thing I would give um, Sagar and people should really go and watch these videos, just put in Saudi Arabia breaking points that have a bunch from the past month and I've already played a few clips here is that he didn't mince his words i mean i had to go back multiple times like did he really just say that i mean you know i don't think there's any in our previous segment <laughs> sam and i weren't sure what the um, had a little misunderstanding of what the producer perhaps said on majority report here i've listened a few times i mean he really doesn't mince his disgusting words whatsoever no. sagar i mean Truly shocking. I mean, surprising. And you and I, anytime we do a show, anything, we're like, eh, this was surprising. That wasn't surprising. That's kind of a shtick. This me, was surprising do, to, me, to me to this extent. To this extent, the level of entitlement and the condescending way he spoke about Saudi Arabia honestly surprised me and shocked me. To me, to me, Crystal Ball's response was even considering that regarding the issue, the important, super, super important issue of the anti-gay bill in, uh, in uh, Florida that affects three graders or below. Do you remember there was that video that, oh, and then some other people forget who like made a video about it. Crystal ball destroys on woke issues. She's yeah. strong, but then it comes to the, you know, global energy supply and shit you know yeah saudis should give us free shit you know that's yeah. nice that's free shit please and man based on what i've seen wow. these saudi takes in the comment section at least the main comments and all this like people are not buying it and you know they also make fun really? of stagger yeah, yeah nice. also like confusing petrodollar and other stuff like that but <laughs> man truly this i think out of everything that we talked about today like you know the quite a few grifters and quite a few disgusting things but i think the sagger one and uh, tops my list to be completely honest and by the way why that's like it reminded me why i like leftist analysis more than analysis because a true analysis of the situation would be that there is economic relationship among the top one percent or top powerful people in the united states there are certain actual economies there is a big arm industry employs certain number of people department of defense i believe pentagon i believe is the second largest employer in the world and you know uh, then there's saudi arabia a huge economy feeding of number of economies this idea that they were our client state we built them up uh, you know I, it sounds a bit of stupid, perhaps, but anybody try to watch the movie Parasite, right? Mm -hmm. I, and think of sort of imperialism, and that, it's very much like it's a very much a you know in, in like the shape of the house. It's sort mm -hmm. of it's a feedback loop, and uh, you know it's it's you know and in in that analogy, I know it's a bit of a shitty analogy, but America is the family living on the top. Yeah, for yeah. sure i mean i'm somebody who literally i looked at the, the records in the q garden of british correspondence to iranian elite when southern iran was pretty much like run by the british uh, like a fiefdoms you know and uh, they, they had deals with them that they had the rights to the oil in that mm. part right and man through the banking the loans they had given of shitty princes in the south they were all basically in the pocket of british and they were always were in the you know they always had the uh, shittier hand to play mm -hmm. maybe with mbs and recent changes in economy and global affairs things have changed and maybe it doesn't taste so good in the mouth of some people but you know that's life yeah no 100 very 
very well said, but folks could check out a bit of this insanely, insanely condescending and entitled take. I, and I think the biggest takeaway I take from everything here, you said some of them were really great, but it's like it really even made me more comfortable going after Sagar this way is that if this is how he talks as a pundit, as like a media person, just imagine if he was some high level so diplomat. Some power. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's... I mean, Hillary Clinton would probably be taking notes. Oh, I came, I saw a conquered. No, that's too bad. I came and I massacred. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Anything else, Sagar? I committed genocide. I came and I proudly. took over. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you should he, become a speechwriter for, for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, this is Nero Tandon level shit. Like, yeah, we go take over their country, take the yeah. oil, and then that pays for the war. And, you know, they should be yeah. happy. Well, we took over. It's nicer, right? Yes, so, very much yeah. nicer. Jesus, people. Grow up. I mean, not grow up. I, with him, I don't know if it's... Yeah, this is not an issue of growing up. No, he's no. I mean, he's and, grown up. He's yeah, made up his mind. Up and he's, <laughs> that uh, my yeah, needs he's, and my interests uh, are far above <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's grown up into an asshole. He's grown <laughs> up into a quite officially evil person. <laughs> Uh, people and, and I'm defending last week, uh, you know, massacred about 80 like she has, like it, not defending, but yeah. just explaining. It's just, oh, I hate myself. All right, Sam, let's keep this party moving. All those really fun, uh, calling Sagar condescending <laughs> entitled uh, piece of shit. And yeah, what's up, Johnny Depp? Yeah, Johnny yeah, Depp, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, before we move on to our abortion story, you want to give a little quick update on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard um, this is a, this is a This is a breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking, <laughs> breaking news added to the segment. I don't know. But yes, somebody just commented, Hermes 0213 just commented, Amber just used in her opening statement the line from Mark Sherwood in the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, which man, if that's true, that's one of my favorite uh, uh, movies, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and I've seen the both version. Uh, and I'm just googling to see if that is true because that is crazy. <laughs> she's like go, David. She's stealing from the best. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> At least she's doing that properly. Oh yeah, man. This is from Independent. Wow. Thank you, the person who commented. Claim actor borrowed lines from the talented Mr. Ripley during Johnny Depp testimony. It, oh, is debunked. Rumor oh. was circulated. All right. So, oh. what does it say? Read it, <laughs> read it, read it. Yeah. Rumor was circulated on social media that Hertz beginning a statement borrowed from the pl- plot of the uh, 1999 psychological thriller. Let me see. Uh, delivered her second day of testimony. She was accused of Anthony Mingela's critically. I'm I'm looking for the line. Yeah. Almost. Oh, they claimed it was almost word for word. Mm-hmm. They don't show. This feels. Oh, that's. It. Oh, according to those unverified social media posts, Hurt had said, when I was around Johnny, I felt like the beautiful person in the world, which mm-hmm. she said, I'm pretty sure she said, you know, made me feel seen, made me feel like a million dollars. Oh, yeah, that was some of her lines. That was like at, right out of like a movie, <laughs> like a million dollars. It felt like a dream. It felt like um, absolute magic. And then he would disappear and there would be just no way to get a, Hold of him, no way to contact him. See below. The thing is, Dicky. No, they, I mean, yeah, okay. Guy I, some space. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, wait. This is this is weird because first I thought it's a breaking cool news, funny mm-hmm. news. Then it became like let's debunk uh, fake yeah. news. Now I think they are not really debunking because listen to this: the online publication revealed 
that Hertz, Hertz couldn't have used the quote from the film, which are genuine, as she didn't make an opening statement at all. In mm-hmm. fact, her attorney delivered an opening statement on her behalf prior to her giving a testimony. The claim that Heard repeated these lines from the talented Mr. Ripley was present was presented on social media with no evidence. The fact-checked report said, and I, I am somewhat suspicious of anybody who says I'm mm-hmm. a fact-checked reporter, but what do they mean? Like, do they mean because it wasn't the opening statement? statement they like okay it was in her testimony yeah. it was not in her opening statement or to because it does sound like the lines from the movie those and, asserting <clears throat> those asserting it did not share a video of her making the alleged statement nor did they link to news articles i'm sure she said he made me feel like a million dollars i'm sure she said that at some point i don't know if that quote is specifically accurate but yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some other articles like now. It's, I mean, hard to find out, but they don't all lead with like the claim that they're debunking anything like that. Oh, that was independence then. Yeah, this is from geo.tv. Twitter believes Amber Heard the stole line from uh, Mr. Talent. And it does. Yeah, there is that scene with Dickie and all that. Yeah, they're right. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere else, it's not debunked. This is like independent is yeah. the equivalent of probably MSNBC in writing or some shit. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, you know, I'm guessing, yeah, parts so of it. So make up your own mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> parts of it were potentially influenced, uh, but nothing. That doesn't surprise me. This is truly breaking news. Not what fucking CNN does, <laughs> where they run... A seven-week-old story as breaking news. Everything is breaking news on CNN. <laughs> like, oh, breaking news. CNN is closing down. Now that's going to be... There, there was literally, I remember a couple of years ago with World War II or one, and they were like, breaking news. Like, <laughs> Man, yeah. but honestly, though, like, what is that? 300 million apparently CNN spent, and they got 10,000... Less than. Man, you know, like with like a few hundred thousand, like what some of like these YouTube channels could achieve. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean. I mean, you know, a little bit of assistance if Katie Halper wasn't like taking screenshots and booking guests while like interviewing like two of the most prominent people in the world. Maybe if she had a little bit of money. <laughs> she, like, but I was. I... CNN should just go invest. You know, at some point, companies realize that eh, we're not really making a product. Let's just go invest our money in other things and get returns. Maybe CNN, it's time to switch yeah. that. But then you lose a lot of your influence and clout. put your money in the index fund. Stop trying to do that. Not even individual stocks. Index funds. Just diversify those. Move the real estate. Let's make sure. Have you thought about buying gold? <laughs> Listen, these U.S. bonds, the interest rate is low, but it's safe. <laughs> you don't have to do a lot of thinking. No, I, I, I was thinking though. And give something things... to Brian Stelter. And st- <laughs> <laughs> Just, I know he's thirty-six, but he has a me- mental. This uh, old egg has a mental like uh, capability of a seventy-six-year-old. So just. Just retire him to a nice yeah. Florida house. Get a nice pension for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where he can, you know, retire with his yeah. eight children and, you know, just, <laughs> I don't know, reproduce. But uh, I was thinking, though, this whole thing, though, like, because I was thinking, like, like, besides the paying the personalities, right? Like, online production is so low cost and all that that the whole thing was probably, a, you know, this was a money laundering, a scam situation. Like for a lot of people made a lot of money out of CNN and basically they scammed the investors yeah. because it feels like, how did you blow? Like, it's kind of seems like the People's Party. Do you remember? They spent like $60,000 yeah. on a logo that you can go on Canva and like make yourself yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know how to, because they, they didn't even have that many personal. I guess the sets. I mean, you have to be very stupid to build. Then that's how you make money, though. That's where you know during the uh, construction, the best yeah. way to steal money. Best way to steal. No. Yeah, idea. the wall costs. You know, you give an estimate, but then oh, sorry, it costs more than we thought. Yeah, perhaps you're right. I don't even. I mean, 
I don't even know what Santa yeah. Plus was kind of supposed to be, to be honest. But um, yeah, I don't know was, where the money. Yeah. Did they develop an app for it? Yeah, probably. But annoying these that's... bozos. No, I know an app doesn't cost anything, but I'm sure these bozos like. But yeah, that's overpaid that's by like twenty fold for an app. And... I have a cousin in uh, <laughs> Silicon Valley just set up a startup that they're developing apps for the 21st century. <laughs> Let's give him a couple of million to develop an yeah. app. That that has I've been involved with something like that. That you know you had like I remember we paid a company one time to help us develop an app, and then what they did develop was basically like they said uh, they developed what was basically a they what they called was a roadmap. <laughs> you know and it was basically like you know yeah we found like you know this website does that this website does that and you can do this stuff and we're like <laughs> what do you mean we can do this stuff? <laughs> no we have this so you can design all this it's great right what what was the money we gave you for i i, I remember we gave money to a research company man marketing is just the whole marketing is basically a biggest scam it's the biggest scam in the world the idea that marketing and all that well and then i mean i think it can be for a very short period of time when there is a like they create sometimes an atmosphere within society it can be a, but it's largely i think bullshit but I remember they got like money for us to do these, uh, from us to do these like research on the, you know, people and who's the target audience. And they did this, like, it was a long, you know, uh, uh, presentation thing, PowerPoint and stuff and shit. And, you know, and then they had all these really beautiful graphics, minimalistic yeah. graphics. And they were like, yeah, we created these three personas of your uh, potential customers based on five interviews we did in a square in Tehran. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what? F- yeah, we stopped five people. We had them fill in questionnaires and ask them some personal questions. And based on that, we believe we can offer. And we were generally like, you talk to five. Like there's more than five people here. <laughs> in this fucking meeting. And five yeah. random people. I don't know. If you're making yeah. like a product for specific bodybuilders and you go and talk to like five bodybuilders, you're like, okay, <laughs> make it 10 or 15. And you know, um, it's a decent starting point or like this. <laughs> and they were so like, they were looking at us like, oh, you're so old fashioned. Like you don't understand the they, were like, they don't understand new startup Silicon Valley business <laughs> ideals. Yeah, no, shove it up your ass. ass. <laughs> Century old. Century old thing called, you know, a scam. <laughs> I swear. But anyway. Okay. I don't know how That's, we ended up there. Yeah. But let's move on to abortion. Yeah, yeah, yes. Let's so, talk about abortion. Yes. We're a bit uh old, we're a bit, you know, late to this. Uh, covering this but yeah on monday night a draft ruling from the top court in the u.s was published by politico i didn't know it was them who put it up the ruling penned by conservative justice samuel aluto alito potentially overrules landmark 1973 abortion ruling roe versus wade calling the precedent egregiously wrong there say that right now but yeah so without roe a nationwide guarantee to abortion access states will be able to set their own abortion laws including outright bans so what have you heard? What have been some of your thoughts once you heard this news? I mean, to me, you know, it's kind of funny because we had this conversation when they were changing this, when the new person was being, you know, uh, uh, Biden was putting up a new person in the Supreme Court. We did talk. I mean, there was a reason why we talked about Roe versus Wade like two or three months ago. I can't remember what was the exact reason. Maybe it's that. And we kind of landed on the point where, you know, well, at least I did, maybe. <laughs> and I'm projecting my ideas onto you. But land on a point where, you know, it is actually pretty messed up how it's through, like, you know, this Roe versus Wade kind of uh, ruling that abortion is legal across country. It's not actually legislative. And if it was, like, legislatively done, that would be much better, much more secure. It couldn't be overruled, overturned, and all this. And, yeah, seems like we're there now. Yeah, I mean, very few people, I think Glenn, uh, the Hill, Brianna, and uh, Robbie, I think to the segment that they point out that, yeah, they, they, I mean, it is, uh, and there is that, uh, I'm guessing Katie's going to have, hopefully, that lawyer guy he always has on who's amazing about 
you know, the fact that Supreme Court has become too political mm-hmm. and has way too much power. Oh, yeah, that guy, the young, youngish professor, like in his 40s mm. or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, I haven't seen Katie's I... content in ages. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry? I haven't seen Katie Halper videos in like weeks. I don't know what's going on, but please continue. Yeah, she did a couple of weeks of, with, I don't know, a couple of break. people I wasn't like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. no. It's okay. But anyway, uh, she, I'm sure, she, I hope he comes on something. He was on Useful Idiot once. And yeah, I completely, I mean, I'm fundamentally against Supreme Court as an institution or against the judiciary or law that is above elected politicians or elected, even though I'm somewhat, you know, I believe in maybe, I don't know about the necessary, like I'm very ambivalent on the structure of the whole thing. But for sure, uh, judiciary shouldn't be above, uh, you know, in my view, uh, elected officials and all that. That's especially like nine man, like nine person yeah. judiciary thing, mostly men anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah I never uh, thought of that that seriously, but it does. They are I mean, sometimes people, you no, get the best thing out of judges. Like, I mean, in our, like in our society, I feel like sometimes the best luck you have for like, you know, from a progressive point of view, like, it's through judges sometimes, you know, it's easier than the legislative one, but it's probably much more flimsy and overall not a good idea. Legislation. You know, because the the Supreme Court and stuff can make things happen so quickly. But yeah. Yeah, but um, it's just I'm fundamentally against the system Mm -hmm. that is. And I would say, like, I know it sounds stupid and Chapo Trap House guys always make fun of the people who say that, that America is not a democracy, it's a republic. It's true, though. And Glenn, I think, points that Glenn points that in his article or something that abortion, sadly, is not something enshrined in the United States. Not that I, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of codified constitutions either because of, you know, number of reasons. But yeah, on the abortion issue, I'm 100 percent. It should be completely legal. It should be completely uh, up to a woman's because it's kind of their body. I think morally, like if a couple are in a relationship and the lady wants to get abortion and the husband don't, maybe they should discuss it. But that's nothing to do with law. That's a personal life choice, right? That's different from having government uh, jackbooted thugs sort of, uh, you know. And again, it's fine to give these examples and I'm sure they, they exist, but they're far from the reality of why, you know, most people or a lot of people have abortions right i saw this guy he put like this linkedin post for once it wasn't the worst meaningless like self-aggrandizing post and he just talked about how him and his wife um in 2020 they found out that the kid like that she was um she was pregnant the kid was gonna have an extra chromosome or something and the doctor said that's pretty much talk about pretty much the kid has like you know absolutely no future and everything and you know he was saying you think i don't think about this and doesn't hurt me every single day that i don't have my kid and all that but I mean, so i mean a lot of the times abortions are due to these things or people get you know rape or other reasons that they, they get pregnant you know they so yeah but yeah no, go no, ahead. I, I, let's before moving on to the morality of the abortion i just yeah just want to suggest very few are pointing out that it should have been by this long time ago it should have been codified into law obama promised it I believe even Clinton may have mentioned it or so. I don't, maybe, no, he didn't. No, Clinton was a bit more middle of the way. But yeah, it's, it should have been quoted. And now it's most probably going to be used as a yeah, tactic 100%, to try 100%. to say, oh, you, why, you should come vote on November or not. If not, you, they, if they lose November, which is in all likelihood they will, they're going to blame the left for being too hardcore for uh, losing the women's rights for yeah. abortion number of states and you know but, but nancy pelosi apparently i've just read one or two comments here i don't even know what she says or what she means but like there are some quotes floating around where she's kind of saying like maybe the democrats won't make abortion a big like you know big issue kind of saying that you know abortion rights kind of making the democratic party less popular something along those lines you didn't see anything like that i haven't yet okay. i know mm-hmm. joe I, biden i don't have anything now i i find it surprising because i find it surprising because joe biden was very you know he called on congress to codify uh, roe v wade and he also uh, but he also said that he's not going to try to get rid of filibuster so forget about it 
Mm, yeah, no, that's for I, sure. But yeah, yeah maybe and, I completely misheard these. And Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom, who is a uh, have you seen Gavin Newsom? Kind of, yeah. I know what you're yeah. talking about. The evil stepdad from like every goddamn mm. movies from nineties, pretty much. He's like Pierce Brosnan from Mrs. Doubtfire, basically. And uh, he uh, he was in Washington, I think, or something. He was scolding the other Democrats yeah. that you suck because in California, man, Jesus, he's going to be uh, yeah, they got to get fucked if they don't. I mean, they, they are not going to do anything probably. So, but yeah, that was pretty yeah. Um, yeah, that that's awful. It's all I don't know what to say, but they should maybe they should expect their legislation, their legislative body to do some legislation. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, maybe according to constitution, as some weird, basically sort of a compromise deal between some uh, slave owners and cotton <laughs> owners and uh, you know tea traders. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. How how would you interp- interpret that? This is like Wahhabis, basically. <laughs> like, read Quran and how do you interpret I this? Swear. I just to ca- clarify this here, and- what I had said. Uh, sorry, so this was from a 2017 article. I found it. So in 2017, she said this. So it wasn't real. And Nancy Pelosi, this is the cut headline. Nancy Pelosi says Democrats focus on abortion access is hurting the party. So I think she was more uh, talking in the Donald Trump kind of context. Era. But yeah, not not recent ones. So just wanted to clarify that. And by the way, even if you're pro-abortion as a moral choice, it's sorry, anti-abortion as pro-abortion, as a mo- anti-abortion as a moral choice, you think like it's against God, blah blah. Good for you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Well, that no, no, I'm, 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 my. <laughs> Like making things illegal does not mean they fucking go away. It just means Very more people point. die, more people get sick, more people have awful lives. This is it's that's like you know how many people used to die from illegal abortions all mm-hmm. across the world. You know this is I mean Jesus Christ. Like what is wrong with you people? You can have you can even other people can make wrong moral choices. Uh, you know it's yeah, their life. Yeah. Yeah, I, this is like very minimum shit. Like you know, uh, just like yeah. my goddamn body. Like yeah, for fuck's sake, fuck off. Like and by the way, a lot of I, I I've never seen a man who's been to be honest anti-abortion. I've never. I seen mean, it. I've seen. I remember once I've in seen, Canada, this actually, was I've hilarious. Seen women. Yeah. I've seen women who are anti-abortion. Oh, I've seen both. Old, I've... very old ladies, not men. Uh, a lot of old ladies. That is true. I mean, I'm just thinking. This one time we were driving in in canada and ontario not near the big cities somewhere outside and there, there was like a small little protest of uh, anti-abortion protests i remember i was like filming them as if they were like some kind of wild animals <laughs> and at uh, one point i felt bad because one of the guys was just this old grandpa and like grandpas are just cute no matter what so even yeah. if they're, even if they're trying to kill you you're like you're such a cutie and he just had I mean, a sign and they were all old and it was just like I, I felt sad really when i saw them i was like on the streets what are you this is what your life's come to, but to the old, own. the old people sort of kind of have a bit of a get out of jail card because I don't know if you've seen that Bill Burr segment on the racist owner of some basketball team who had a, a sort of a I think it was a black girlfriend. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Black. That guy had to. I remember it's like four or five years ago. He had to. He had to sell the team and leave. I think he owned the. LA, not the Lakers, but the other and, team. Man, the fu- I mean, uh, the funniest part about that was that yeah, I think the girlfriend was taking pictures with Magic Johnson, yeah, like the nicest man on earth, basically. <laughs> like, and he was like, "Yeah, why did you pick shares?" I mean, he, I, I Bill Burbit, please check out Bill Burbit and then come back. <laughs> but if when you come back, Bill Burry does this amazing thing that I don't like. He he says that. Okay, it's bad, but I don't understand the surprise. Like this guy was raised by the people who finished off the genocide of Native <laughs> Americans. And they were like, as they were killing, okay, A, B, C, D. <laughs> like blood dripping from, like, what do you, ex- you know yeah. what I mean? Like you, there are some generations you can't. Although I feel like in, like, t- in 10 years, old people have no excuse because in 10 years, like old people are from, 60s yeah in 10 20 years so like 
there is no more like excuses for being oh like oh our, we I was raised in a religious <laughs> school you know there is no more excuses <laughs> you would think so but i mean you know you would think so but yeah, yeah. i don't think so <laughs> yeah to get on a, a slightly serious note yeah, yeah please, you men- please you mentioned the linkedin thing on the morality of abortion though i i this is just no, a, i didn't really know, go I, the morality route Maybe. No, no. You mentioned yeah. the case the, that yeah. the person had an abortion because their child had a, you know, a extra chromosome and that type of thing. And as you know, recently my great uncle passed who had Down syndrome, and you know he was seventy-five or six. Uh, so when he, he was the ninth of ninth of nine children. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, his mother, you know, obviously had probably too many. Like there is number of factors. And you know, to be honest, he was a he was a permanent sort of thing in our house, you know, permanent uh, presence in our house for my whole life in my grandma's house and all that. And it does like you know, without him, I do think I would have like all of us would have been a definitely a different person, especially we who mm. were born after him and all that. And I like you know because you're allowed in Iran is the same uh, you know uh, abortion is allowed in cases of like danger to mother's health or uh, in case of if they have like disability or a problem that would be very costly and that type of thing and it does feel like like are we sanitizing just human like last night i was just passing by tv and uh, my dad was just britain's got talent which is a very shitty show but they were these disabled children many of them with down syndrome and they were dancing and you know everybody was supporting them they were really like my great uncle probably had more fun than I ever will have. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and this case you know, that so, I said in LinkedIn, I mean, this case could have been far worse than that. It could have been like, you know, maybe the, 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 uh, child, yeah, yeah. the child is going to suffer for two to three years and then pass yes, away. So yes, there's yes, case yes. to case and case by case, and you and you go about it, and also different situations, like you know, in, I mean, like in your family, they were able to keep your your uncle in the in the house for you know forever and take care of him and him being there and stuff you know that's obviously not necessarily the situation no there, um, that's, for everyone and all this that's the thing but then at the same time i also recall all like to be completely honest it wasn't just all roses and you know all, yeah. you know this this lovey-dovey romantic movie about you know helping somebody with disability yeah. you know my my parents is like my mom especially like you know, these people grew up with him as a sort of a older brother yeah and you know my grandmother wasn't a social expert you know she, she was somebody who married no, like when she doesn't. was 15 and she had children you know she was from different generation so she you know what i mean it's just was not necessarily always yeah. good and especially at the end it became very difficult no, 100%. Uh, so i mean at the same time i completely you know like and, and yeah, this proves this fuck. proves like anti-abortion people's bullshit it should be claims a personal choice. because because also you're someone who's 100 for for abortion kind of no matter what and you're talking about how even in this case that some like anti-abortion people might agree how it's a tough choice and you think about it and you know whether you should have it or not so it just shows that you know people aren't like oh yeah let's go have That's- abortion for fun like this kind of caricature of abortion that you hear a lot from really anti-abortion people i think what you just said actually proves exactly the way that they look at abortion to not reflect reality yeah of course there's always one or two or this segment of population who are outright crazy but you can't make laws only thinking about outright crazy people if not in every segment everything that we do there are people who you you know for one reason or another they really fall outside and the box for reasons right but you can't you can't no, no, ban I mean, everybody no, no. from driving just because some people will not give a shit about anything no matter what laws well that's but. i would defer i would defer <laughs> with that i think the driving could have been more limited in terms of like we could have like done a better job of maybe focusing on you know like make it more like trainers yeah, but anyway sure. but I, I that's no no but i yeah, that's why i wanted to separate the legal that's mm. i think yeah you're right that's why it should be because like this is such a circumstance dependent and personally dependent thing and uh but uh yeah it's just you know uh, new technology and all that stuff it's kind of like you know in china and india 
uh, I believe in India for a while, at least in some states, they banned uh, x-rays because a lot of people, if it was a girl, they would drop the baby because you have to pay these extortion. It's yeah. like it's this old, disgusting tradition that you have to pay somebody to take your and girl. And it's because of that that this is happening. So, I mean, just go address that if that's your issue. Yeah, that if you address poverty, mm-hmm. you like yeah. so many of that. But I can understand that, like maybe it, you know, at some point for a very emergency period. So it does make me bored. But that's again, you have to separate your moral decisions mm-hmm. from imposing that on other people. Like, you know, in a way that genuinely hurts. Like this is we are talking about. This is not about like you know, rate of I don't know the tax on. Uh, something really stupid on video games or something. This is people's yeah, yeah. like lives, like full lives. Like, 